You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, filling in for the great Sir Richard Wentworth is Phil Svitek. Tonight's episode of AfterBuzz TV is for Smash. Tonight's hosts are Tamara Berg, Kendra Cavasel, and Michelle Macedo. If you'd like to buzz in at this late hour, it's 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV Smash! Hey everybody, welcome! This is exciting. We're seeing a new show, Smash, the pilot. Smash. It's been out for a couple of weeks on iTunes, but we all wanted to see it fresh tonight. Yes, wanted to be surprised. I had so. no idea it was out for three yeah, weeks. Yeah, it's, it's been at least three weeks that I've heard about, yeah, oh, that wow. it was out. But I, I, yeah, I wanted to see it fresh and live, like the old-fashioned days when you could only see things yes. as they were happening. Yeah, exactly. on TV at the moment and that they were. buy them after that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, first of all, I think we should just go over our first impressions of the show. What do you think? You want to go ahead? Uh, sure. I Jump feel in, like ladies. It's the, you know, this network's version of Glee. I think they need something like musical. They yeah. need something that can pop. I think that it's a good demographic. Obviously, obviously, it could go really wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it went really, really well. Okay, excellent. What did you think, Kendra? It's funny. I don't watch Glee, so I don't really okay. have that comparison. Uh-huh. But I I enjoyed it. It 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 held my attention. Yeah, and um, I agree. I think it could go either way. Yeah, um, you know, it's it because they're stringing the whole storyline along. It seems the whole season. It could get a little. Yeah, I, I want to mm, talk about that later, but it's going to yeah. be interesting to see where where they go from yeah. here. A pilot is always hard because you're I've, I've written them and obviously we've all watched them. You're trying to cram every character who's important into that first hour. You have to introduce them, but do it cleverly. Mm-hmm. You have to show the relationships and you have to not make it look like you're doing all that stuff. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so I think they did a really good job with that in, yeah. this, in this episode. We they They didn't tell us too much you know because yeah. that's one of the I think that's one of the cardinal sins of writing pilots is they go hi my name's Tamara and I do the after buzz on Thursday nights you know yeah. whatever yeah. and it just it becomes it's all exposition 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 and drives many of us crazy <laughs> so um, so I thought they did a really good job with that now I did see an interview this morning on something with Deborah Messing or maybe it was yesterday Ooh, it was today where she was talking about um, how people are comparing it to Glee and I have watched Glee from the beginning and you and I did the Glee project together a couple of times um, and she was saying that it's really nothing like Glee except that Glee created the space for this show to come mm-hmm. you know Glee has what five or six songs right. in every show and this had three. Oh, yeah uh-huh um, and the the you know those stories basically are are encapsulated in one episode and this obviously they're running much longer storylines so i can see the comparison but i agree with her when she says you know it's really not the same thing but oh, yeah. but, but they but they do kind yeah, of create yeah it's just space like incorporating music mm-hmm. and you know and 
musical theater. I f- it's once you think about it, it's like a great idea because yes. so many people love yes. musicals, and it's been tried a lot of times on TV. They try mm. to do musicals. You guys wouldn't remember this because this was a really long time ago and it was a big giant flop. But Cop Rock. <laughs> oh no! I don't and anybody that. who does remember it is laughing <laughs> with me right is. now. Um, <laughs> it was they. It was. It was a musical as a television series about police officers, and it was in the whoa had to be early nineties. I think is what it was, and and they would literally you know go solve a crime and then all of a sudden start dancing and singing, and it was really odd. And um, what channel was that? Uh, it was a network channel. It was, yeah, it was a big deal, but it was it was absolutely it was absolutely the subject of much scorn. And yeah. it, you know, if there are yeah. any little bits of it on YouTube, just look oh. at them because they're yes. funny. Um, so okay, so let's get into our segments that we wanted to talk about. First of all, let's talk about the two leads. We can- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline talk about all the characters but um talk about the first two leads so we have karen played by katherine mcphee Mm -hmm. and then we have ivy played by megan hilty yes go well (laughs) we all know that (laughs) katherine mcphee was on american idol yep yeah so i feel like this part is exactly what at least the audience sees that she pretty much went through on American Idol going from like no one girl next door she's angry about her typecast which I get (laughs) yep I'm the girl next door too (laughs) so and and she you know has all the normal people problems um auditions and stuff and then there's like the bombshell blonde I don't know a lot about Megan Hilty do you? No I don't she's a singer I mean that isn't that her her main that's where she I'm came guessing. from she's a singer um, but I, I don't know a lot about her either so obviously Catherine McPhee is much more in our consciousness because of American Idol right. what, what were your impressions of either one of them? I was impressed and I know while we were watching I asked you guys is this her debut you know acting gig and we found out she was in Shark Attack Shark yes. Night 3D, Shark Night 3D. <laughs> which Phil actually made me oh, watch cool. <laughs> which, who did she play? who did she play? remember she was a girl that she got eaten did she Oh, they all get eaten. Away. Isn't that <laughs> the know, whole point of the film? Except for oh, the guy and the know. girl at the end, they all get eaten. Okay, yeah, now you just gave that yeah, away. <laughs> I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday, <laughs> um, and they were talking about how Catherine McPhee and Shark Attack... Shark, shark Night. Night. Sorry, Shark Night. Shark Night, <laughs> not Shark Attack. Shark Night. By the way, I, real quick, I do want to make the, the point while we're talking about movies. We will February 23rd and 24th yes, be doing we will. Oscars. Um, from Oscar the, nominated films yeah. from the gifting suite over at the Mondrian Hotel so that's live from uh, noon to 6pm uh, uh, Thursday and Friday that's Pacific Standard Time the reason I bring that up is just because I'm doing the artist and I'm doing Hugo that's why no because Shark Hugo. Knight honestly should have been nominated am for I best doing picture. Shark Knight can best I picture. do the pictures that should have been nominated <laughs> okay Phil tell anyway. us why you say that 
No, I, mm, we, no, who did, no but to make no this relevant sense. to Smash, who does she yeah. play in Shark Knight? Michelle, oh. you got to help me out here. She plays, remember, she plays like the badass girl. Remember, okay. she gets right. eaten. The yes. perverts go. She leaves everyone there because she turns out to be like selfish. And then the pervert goes and like puts her in the tank and then she gets eaten. And just the shark spit her out because she doesn't taste good? Uh, no. no. Oh, no, 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 no. Barracuda or piranha or whatever. She was eaten by the little baby sharks or something. She wow. that was really bad. Remember, Phil? Don't, don't Basically, look to me for in in short, awesome movie. Okay, awesome. she did a wonderful job. The one thing I heard was that her body was like she looked like she was sculpted out of stone in that movie. Like just there you looked go. Amazingly, yeah, she did. amazingly She had to beautiful. take off her. Clo- she had to be in her like undies. One would hope if you have a body like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I think that. It had to go there. Oh, no. oh yeah. No. So all no. that to say. Not yes. <laughs> yes, Ken. Were you in the middle of a point? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. okay. Go ahead. I go like ahead. segues. I like segues. Um, no, that this was her second gig. So I thought she did pretty well. And um, I thought her acting was really good. Yeah. And it maybe she drew from her American Idol experience mm-hmm. as well as maybe she had an acting coach. I don't yeah. know. She could yeah. call in and let us know maybe. Well, yeah, I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I loved the scene with the audition where she walked in, and I, I'm pretty sure I've told this story before, Michelle, but um, she walked in and everyone is, dr- she's brunette, obviously, not looking like Marilyn Monroe to begin with, and everyone's there blonde in the pink diamonds are a girl's best friend mm-hmm. outfit. And th- that takes, you either have to be, incredibly naive or incredibly confident or both to do that sort of thing to walk into an audition and um uh i went to an audition many years ago probably at least 10 years ago and it was an accent audition it was a british accent audition and so um you know i walked in and i'd worked on my (laughs) accent a lot and um, walked in, sit down to another n- next to another girl. And it was also a redhead audition. That was the other thing because I had red hair then. And what? Uh, you had red hair? I did. <laughs> Naturally? No. Okay. This is my natural color. Okay. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. Wow. Mm. It was cool. It's hard to maintain though. Anywho, <laughs> um, so everybody's redheads. We sit down. I sit down next to the girl next to me. I go, "Hey, how's it going?" She goes, "Quite fine, thank you very much." And she gives me this oh, really stupid, please. effective she British accent. I was like, "Oh, you're one of those." Uh, <laughs> uh. And that was the that was the idea that kind of came back to me in this, where everybody's like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Why like, I don't act anymore. In the past kind of <laughs> two years that I've been like uh like hit the ground running pursuing acting, like the horrific audition stories, it's just amazing. Uh, yeah. It's just amazing how awful it is, how humiliating it is, uh-huh. the things that they can make you do. Yeah. And you just like and walking into and then like no one else looks like you and then the casting director's like phone goes off in the middle of it that was great that was such a great opener because you've been there and I've been there and everybody's been there in in some form where people are not giving you the respect and admiration that you deserve people are not giving you anything yeah and so then that interrupted in her head which I wish I could go there as clearly in her head her like fantastic performance was interrupted by the cell phone. Yes, it was. But yes, it was. we all know she's super talented. Yes, we do. She gets a call we'll back. She gets whatever because she's different. 
and then she has to prove her sex sex Sexy appeal, side. which yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a whole other mess in itself. Right. I don't know if we yeah. are going to go into it now. But. So we got to see a lot more of McPhee this episode mm-hmm. than we did Ivy. I mean, Ivy did have the one big kind of production number, um, but but we didn't get a lot of her backstory, really, did we? Not as Just much. I didn't feel like we did. Just about the parents. Yeah. yeah. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that she like is alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Or at least I think so. Right. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to learning more about her, and I'm just fascinated to think about where they're going to go with this show, which, again, we'll yeah. talk about later. Exactly. So anything else you want to say about the two leads? Because I, 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 there's a lot more I want to talk about on the show, and if, if, if there's nothing else, I'd like to move on to the next topic. Let's move on. Okay. So the next one is the business of the theater. I, it's, it's a fascinating world. It has its own rhythm we were i was talking outside before the show started about how, or was it you who was talking about yeah it was you talking about how the theater is really respected and and being an actor in new york you're really respected and in los angeles you are as like uh, mcphee's on. family said you know you're an actor no i'm a waiter you know what i mean yeah that's, exactly and the family part yeah was so uh was was so familiar that's that's topic three. Oh, oh, are we not on that yet? No, we're on two. We're oh. still on the business of theater. Oh, but just yeah. talking about how the theater. <laughs> I have a strict list that I would buy and buy. I forgot the business of the theater. So we saw all these powerful people. We saw Angelica Houston playing Eileen, yes. getting divorced from her power husband, Jerry, who it sounded to me like he was a, a film producer, right? Is that's that's kind of what yeah. I got because they were talking about him working at Lionsgate and having a script for Derek or something like that so big power couple beautiful sets and things like that though too in mm-hmm. this you know the, the that rehearsal hall what rehearsal that hall looks like that beautiful yeah. yeah no usually you probably don't get that much space <laughs> right and all those windows yeah like New York City no yeah just not gonna happen but um oh gosh where was I going the business the of the theater, people. the power couple. Oh, t- t- so we also got to meet Julia and Tom, who are you know partners. They're creating together. That's Deborah Messing mm-hmm. and and the guy who plays Tom, Jim uh, uh, Christian Borle. Christian Borle. Borle. <laughs> Borle. Borle. <laughs> interesting couple they've obviously worked together for a long time they love and adore each other finish each other's sentences so there and then you you also saw tom arriving at the theater watching the production going on so any any impressions or or thoughts that you guys had about how the business of the theater was portrayed well yes Mm -hmm. firstly so I went to acting school in Boston, and a ton of my friends were in the BFA musical theater program. Oh, yeah. Well, there's 12 of them, and actually I was just talking to them. One of my friends is on tour with South Pacific, mm-hmm. and she just like gives me the rundown, basic rundown of how auditions go in New York, and it sounds horrific. Mm-hmm. I mean... It sounds awful to become like equity is really difficult. It mm-hmm. sounds like everyone's going to these auditions. Mm-hmm. You get up in the morning, you sign up, and then you hope all day that they'll see you. And if they don't, then they don't. But then you still waited there the whole day and all that stuff. But um, I, obviously, 
they didn't go into any of that, like those as specific details, because these girls are at the final callback stages right. or at mm-hmm. that like level. Right. Um, but definitely uh, for the audition songs, the song that Catherine McPhee sang, Beautiful by Christina Aguilera, yes. my musical theater friend who saw the pilot, um, hated that. She was like, that would never happen. And ask. it would no. never happen. Because you yeah. sing songs from musicals. From musicals. Right? And obviously not usually, you know, you don't want to pick a song that everybody does, but that like it's unavoidable. no one knows. Exactly. So, yeah, I thought that was like a little hokey. It's like in <laughs> center stage or something when she's at the dance audition for Juilliard and they're like, you're in. <laughs> you got it. There, you're in, Julia Stiles, because you made up some hip hop. But so that right. would never happen. They wouldn't. No, that accept, would accept like no. it, would they stop her mid? Yes, really. Yeah, like, she'd be like, uh, like I don't even. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't I'm even just, think don't. she would get it out <laughs> because she what she was saying was American Idol was like pop. Yeah, RB, that's not because even the genre. They even asked, you know, what did what you are you singing? Prepare? And she didn't even answer. She was just, you know, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna just go with this. Yeah, yeah. You may have seen me she from American Idol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a totally different style of singing. And obviously, I think part of the reason why New York theater actors are so respected is because you can't do it without training. You know, right. to do eight shows a week takes like so much physical stamina. And you have to be able to be a triple threat and all that stuff. Um, and I guess in LA, a lot of people work even without training. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I feel like that's uh, that's part of the reason for that. That's One the, of the things I, I did you find five dollars? And then I found five dollars. Okay. Yeah. Then I just found one $5. of the things that I I liked about the beginning when they were setting things up because it was a lot of fast pace, a lot of meeting people, a lot of trying to figure out who everybody was, mm-hmm. and and early on in the show. Uh, what was his name? The assistant Ellis, Ellis yeah. said, "You know Marilyn Monroe. That should be and and uh, Car- or Julia, uh, Deborah Messing's character says, huge flop. It was a huge flop. Or no one's ever going to do it. It's a huge flop. And that came back three times. <laughs> oh yeah, somebody's going to do it. Oh, it's a huge flop. Right. Can't be done. It's going to be a huge <laughs> flop. And then they talked about Spider Man, the musical. Yes, oh, yes, and what a disaster that had been. So I like that they are interlacing real." Stories, because most of the time when when they're trying to bring out that sort of concept in in television or film, because they want it to be more uh, current for a longer time, they make up the mm. the comparison stories. But I like that they were using live, real, real comparison stories and real references yeah. because then you could relate to it a little more and go, "Oh yeah, I heard about that Spider Man." Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, so I liked that. Anything about the business that that struck you? Are you in? I'm showbiz? not in Missy. that type of like <laughs> I mean, I've been to shows. Sure. Uh, my mom lives in New York, so I've been to Kiss of a Spider Woman. Mm-hmm. Out here, I've seen Sweet Charity. I enjoy watching them. I just didn't really know all of the behind the scenes. So, so how did how was it? Por- how did you like the portrayal of it, or did you like the portrayal? Of I it? I actually kind of went into it thinking it would have been more cutthroat. So it's interesting that you said that certain things never would have happened in, you yeah. know, in reality. So I I don't know. If they did that on purpose, or if you know, if it's like a just a soft introduction to everyone who doesn't watch a lot of musicals, or yeah. so you know, I, I'm gonna keep watching and see. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's the pilot. So well, and there's going to be obviously a ton of behind the scenes as we're we're going forward, yeah. and there will be injuries and heartbreak and backstabbing and yeah. undermining and and all of that good stuff that we watch TV for in the first place. <laughs> so the, the some of the heartbreak that we probably would see during the audition process, well, well it'll come later, I'm sure yeah. it will, because they just had to, again, pack in so much because it was the pilot. Yeah. Um, which I think we, I, th- I think I want to take us into our third segment, if we may. Deborah Messing, who plays Julia, talking to her husband in the kitchen, and he's saying early on, I hate the theater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I even wrote that down too. Because they're adopting a child. Yes. Yeah. So one of the topics that I wanted to ta- discuss with you guys was family, because family came up for almost every character in this. Wow, yeah. that's some dead air. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for somebody to jump in. No, I just thought. I was ready to go. I just feel like I'm just talking so much. I keep going like, no, I didn't hey. know you'd finished your, th- finish your thought. Oh, yeah. I, t- I thought Sorry. you were more. You were, <laughs> no, go ahead. Somebody else we talk about. listening. Talk about so, family. Uh, go. Um, uh, so, first of all, Julia and her husband and the they, social worker, the adoption, all oh, that stuff, right? yeah. And they already have a son. Mm-hmm. Okay. He looks like, he a, like a teenager, right? Yeah. yeah. Looks like 13, 14. You, we didn't really get to see him mm-hmm. or anything. Uh, then she wants to, they want to adopt. So she said she'd take a year off. And then obviously she's not. Totally reneging on that agreement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, I feel like maybe he didn't realize this. Obviously going into it. And maybe he doesn't work for the theater. Obviously not <laughs> since he hates it. Yeah, he right. hates the theater. But uh, I just feel like, especially when art and career is so intertwined it's just going to be a part of his life you can't like take a break from you know a certain part of your that's a part of you as a person yeah yeah exactly and it's a killer it can be a killer it's really hard to deal with it is it is that's why you know the industry relationships are really difficult yeah so he seemed a little supportive though when they were when they were talking about the director and then she was going on this rant about how she hated him and then you know her husband said oh but look he liked your video on youtube and she jumped in bed and was like yeah <laughs> and she said oh well he's really smart you know yeah it was nice that he kind of he was on her team yeah yeah that's true so. the sort of yeah. begrudging was that pro- that's probably her career is probably what has created their life you know right. she's yeah. obviously very famous social worker knew who she was mm-hmm. so um i also liked the, the the family thing really kind of hit home from well because obviously we all have families <laughs> but it, it hit home for me because the thing about Catherine McPhee's character going out to dinner with her parents, right? She's got this awesome hubba hubba boyfriend. Yeah. With a British accent who adores her. OMG. <laughs> he, he's going to have to do something wrong pretty quick here. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to get very boring because we'll just happen. be like drooling at him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, talk about perfect boyfriend ever. Uh, yeah. And a British Supportive accent. And, yeah. yeah. And a British accent. <laughs> Supportive. <laughs> Defends her in the. Per- <laughs> <laughs> bas- Are you working on your accent film? in there, somebody? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, just me clearing my throat. Oh, okay. Oh, good. <laughs> so that you can work on your British accent? That's really yeah. an accent, I know. <laughs> oh, no, actually, this British one is, is worse. No, okay. I, just, I just don't like hearing this about some guy on TV when we have, I mean, we obviously have very gorgeous women on After Buzz TV, but then there's a lot of hot guys and fine. There you, are You're just throwing guys. them under the bus. <laughs> F that. We weren't throwing any. Oh, I don't no, know. I feel like someone in this room slash studio took it personally I know. <laughs> uh, but 
Who knows? I wouldn't. My boyfriend is perfect. So (laughs) she goes to dinner. They go to dinner with her family, and they talk about unsupportive parents. Oh, it's so expensive here. We just from the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, basically. (laughs) uh, Oh, which part? Okay, yeah. The mom. Well, we just don't want you to be disappointed. We just don't want you to be disappointed. We just know that there's so much rejection. We and worry failure. about you. Yeah, we worry. And the father said, "No, we know you're not working. We know. <laughs> we know the you're just you're poor. Oh, whenever you're gonna give it up, yeah." And and the dad, oh, he said, uh, "We uh, know you're a waitress." And uh, and the, and the, boyfriend. the super god boyfriend, yes, she's not a super waitress. God. She's and the act. father said, dreams don't mix with reality. Oh, oh, that sounded exactly like my parents do, actually. Oh, That's exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, that didn't work. So, But, <laughs> yeah. I, Basically, like, those, that conversation, along with Ivy's parents' conversation, is a melding of exact conversations I've had. Yeah. Where we... we we want to protect you. Right. We don't want you to get hurt. Right. Like, we don't want, you know, all this, whatever. And it's like... They mean well. Yeah. I'm not talking about my parents. That's probably they're smart. they're perfect. Uh. <laughs> but I will say that <laughs> a lot... I've had this conversation a lot of times with a lot of people because I, I hang out with creative types, right? And super successful, not super successful. It's it's all over the place. But some version of that is true for almost everyone. A lot of times what I find is the parents who, there are parents who will say, we don't want you to be disappointed. We don't want your feelings to get hurt. We care about you. We worry about you, right? Then there are the other parents who do it kind of covertly. Mm. And they go, um, you know, you're not really that talented, but in a different, mm. you know, it's, it's not that obvious. Mm. They go, well, you know, maybe you should finish college because what if maybe they just don't like your overall look? And it's this kind of backhanded sort of sabotage like mm. we yeah. were talking about. Yeah. Be- and they do it. God bless them. They do it to try to protect you. And they don't say straight out that this is what they're doing, it's kind of a little around, you know. Passive aggressive. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's how it <laughs> used to be until I called my parents out. I was oh, like, you good be, for you. Yeah, I was like, come on. You don't want me to do it. Just say it. If Once you say it, then I... Well, then I'm we can gonna, deal with it, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. I know that you're upset. All right. <laughs> Phil got a few sound bites. He, he did. did. He's having some fun. Phil in the sound bites. Then we had Ivy calling her, I assume it was her mom on the phone, back yeah. home, right? Drinking a glass of wine. She's alone, going, Mom, this is so exciting. Guess what happened? And that was kind of an example of the thing I was talking about. Yeah. She's like, well... No, no, I didn't know that about Jimmy. Can't we talk about me for a minute? No, she just moved. Mom just moved her right along. She doesn't want her to get excited. Doesn't want exactly right. Exactly what my Mm -hmm. mom does too. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, you know the the callback. Like, come on, like you remember? I told you about it. She's like, I don't know. No. And one time on one of the, the biggest auditions I've ever gone on, right before I, I left the house and I was taking a flight, like it, it was, oh, it was like the seventh callback, whatever. Oh my God. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I'm, I, I'm just going to yell bye because like, I don't even want to see her face, whatever she's going to say to me. And she was like, well, I, good, I hope you get what you want. Oh my God! I hope you get what you want. And I was like, Oh God, it was awful. Uh, it was awful. But yeah, that totally happened. Mm-hmm. 
and it's a scary industry. I just feel like if someone's going to pursue it, they're going to pursue it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's that there's a really difficult balance to strike, and this doesn't just apply to the entertainment business. It has yeah. to do with anything that is a hope and a dream. There's that balance that you want to maintain between being excited and and enjoying that experience Mm -hmm. but not building it up so much that when you don't get it because most of the time you don't i mean let's just look at the odds most of the time you're not going to get whatever it is and and be devastated afterwards and so Mm -hmm. there's that careful balance of and i know people who live their lives never getting excited because they don't ever want to be disappointed and it's sad that is sad for me because they'll never get excited Yeah. yeah it works for them though yeah, yeah. It's Unless true. they're talking to me, and then it doesn't work. <laughs> like, Come on! Get inside it! This is cool! And they go, yeah, it's cool. Come for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know those people. <laughs> okay, uh, what else about family did we have? Um, I feel like... Just an inspirational song for everyone out there. No? Remember coming. I don't know this. We're waiting. Oh, no. This is the instrumental. Why do they... Oh, oh God. Anyway, Deborah Messing... Oh, we talked about that. Ah, it's not instrumental. I swear it's relevant. This is one of those songs that only you know. (laughs) Keep swearing, (laughs) Phil. He really knows... Oh, something about you can't get what you want. What happened to the smash music? No, play the Rolling Stones song. Okay, live moving to on, Phil. So. Yeah. Live to win, guys. Live to win. Follow your dream. Oh All right. God. Anyway, that's so that was. Angelica Houston's family situation is also a family, but it's actually the divorce with her power. I want to know husband. more about her. Uh, do we'll get think, more. Does she have, do they mention anything about kids? No, they no. didn't mention it. I, and they look like the kind of couple who wouldn't have kids. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they obviously work very hard. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when they would yeah. have time to do that. Mm-hmm. She did mention they had some good years together. Yeah. <laughs> I guess way like a long time ago. I don't know if it told if she it said how many years back. they were married. No, I don't no. remember hearing mm-hmm. how many years they were married. We just know that he's a D-bag. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would also kind of consider the relationship that's beginning between Ellis, the assistant, and Tom slash Julia mm-hmm. that that kind of is is a family sort of scenario yeah they're getting really close I, well and he was too. he created a tea drawer and yeah. reorganized the whatevers I was trying to take notes furiously then so oh I yeah well, but <laughs> but that, it sort of feel, felt a little bit like a familial relationship and he's Sorry, he's no. uh, Ellis is very much involved in the decision making processes, mm-hmm. and ha- he's the one who said you should yeah, do they a give him a about lot Maryland. of power. Yeah, they, they even fired and rehired him. I know they rehired him, yeah. I, which I totally. I mean, I guess because it was a hit, but that's so illegal and so messed up to do what really? to to record a oh, song the that's not even that, or yeah. like a first draft of a song and put it up on YouTube like while someone's doing it for like rehearsal it's just like so messed yeah. up in so many ways I just that I would be like especially if they're really famous or successful oh good I heavens. feel like the lawsuits but, I but mean, it didn't get too many hits did they say how many hits it 
that? No, they didn't okay. say. Did it? It may have well, been just up and then, you know, five people saw it. No, it was more than five. It wasn't more? No, because it was, she said it was, he said it's everywhere. The yeah. husband, oh, he, when he was that. watching, he said it's yeah. everywhere, okay. it's everywhere. That's uh, the reason why they weren't mad. Because they were like, oh. It, it turns out we're going to be a hit. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's the reason why everyone loves it. I was excited for it. Whatever. I missed that. Okay. I was writing notes. Next time. <laughs> yeah. On other things. <laughs> so I want to throw I, th- I want to throw an extra topic in with you guys, and that is the overall appearance slash theme of of the show. There were a couple of things that I really liked, and I wanted to throw them out to you. There, it felt like a regular TV show in the beginning, and then it segued into later in the in the show more like a musical i mean i know they did do those the switch montage where i'm singing the song and i'm actually on stage Mm -hmm. no no you're not you're in an audition and that Mm -hmm. that transfer between the worlds of the fantasy and the reality but it it really felt like the last song that they did the montage um which I, which was an original oh. song that um, they that ended up being a duet between yeah. the two leads. I thought that was just lovely and yeah. such a, a mu- musical theater moment. Mm-hmm. The way it felt because you were seeing just little snippets of things mm-hmm. with the songs, and they were, it wasn't singing in the background. They were absolutely singing. We were watching them sing. I loved that. Yeah. So, how did you guys feel about the? As I said, the overall. The look, yeah, the yeah. look and the concept and how the show was portrayed. I thought it was presented. good. That last part you were talking about kind of, you know, led to this ending. I thought, you know, we would have heard who got the gig, but I guess that's mm. where. Yeah, I think it's going to take a little while yeah. to hear that. Yeah, but I well, like maybe I'm naive in that <laughs> world, but I I don't know. I just was waiting for at least something. Yeah, or, or, to know or the reaction answer. from yeah from the panel something yeah. before next week. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> that that's exactly so much like the real world. It's like yeah. No, oh, yeah. never know. Maybe. How many callbacks was that? Seven. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. It could go on for seven more weeks. Well, yeah, in the preview, it looks like we never know. I know. We have a lot of callbacks. Yeah. Well, I really like that end piece too. Yeah. That was really cool, and I like how at least I'm pretty sure that the original music. I think it's really good. Yeah. And it's well, it's Mark Shaman who I again because we went on the air right after we watched it. He's been Oscar nominated many, many Um, times. He did a lot of the music, so that's. hmm. It better be good. Yeah, that's true. Well, but and they've spent a lot of money and yeah. are putting a lot into this show. It's, it's backed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Exactly, yes, it's being advertised everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the speaking of the tone and the look of the show and that that musical theater. I can't think of how I'm trying to say this. But anyway, there was the scene where Ellis comes back with croissants and wants to get his job back, and he does his monologue of. I I did props in such and such and so and so, oh, yeah. and it was yeah. the one place I, I was felt happy, home. and I thought I thought that was cheesy. Yeah, that was that way, did not work. That for was me. macaroni Tony. Uh huh. <laughs> That's how cheesy that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 I didn't, and I didn't think it was his performance. I felt like it was shot wrong. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, see, because I wouldn't know it just felt, it felt very that. presentational to me. I didn't connect with it, and and I'm a sucker for that stuff, but it didn't work for me. Yeah. Do you feel like it was the writing at all, or just the the way it was shot? I mean, it could have been the writing, but I I really felt it was more because 
we were sort of zooming in on him and he was standing there and kind of gosh darn it made me feel cold <laughs> yeah I just felt uh, I think it was the directing I didn't like it either mm-hmm. I didn't like it either I so did not yeah it was, it was uncomfortable because when Deborah Messing's character was kind of like wait like wait for me kind of she, I think she was trying to say wait what what just happened and it happened so quickly but not necessarily genuinely mm-hmm. yeah you know, it was it's weird. Yeah, it didn't feel it didn't feel genuine. Yeah, it didn't. But Ellis still is a big character, and obviously something's gonna happen with that. Yeah. So, yeah. do you think he's gay, or do you think he's gay? yeah, definitely gay, gay, totally yeah. gay? I think so. Yeah, he organized yeah. everything. No offense, Phil. Reading a Marilyn book too. Wears a vest and a tie. Oh yeah, please. Lives in New York like on, is an assistant to these songwriters. I don't no, know. No, he's not straight. He just can't possibly be no, straight. No, he just can't be. And he's he's way too like well dressed and you know good looking for that. Okay, and then the other thing I need to, I must talk about is Karen getting called to Derek the director's apartment mm-hmm. at ten thirty at night. Uncomfortable. Which is like so I know funny. I already know what you thought of it because I know you so well. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I guess not everyone else. Creepy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, creepy. So yeah, I'm sitting next to you and we're both like, oh, I was saying that, and that guy <laughs> like, is like such a douchebag, you know, like yeah. obviously, apparently he's a horrible person, a horrible human being, but we don't really hear what happened before. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because apparently he's just like the worst. Obviously, you know, he's just the kind of guy that would do something creepy like that and not even feel bad about Mm -hmm. it. Call her over there. Just tell her again that she's not sexy. And then have her prove that she. Yeah, yeah. it just seems so. uh, He had such an ulterior motive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad she didn't fall And I I don't know. I've been out of the game for a while, so I don't know about the whole casting couch thing. But I thought it was just completely unprofessional on everybody's part. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Ten thirty at night, whiskey. Her coming out and going, "Okay, I'll be naked with you." Yeah, that's not. And then that's how just none of it. That's how and maybe she was. Well, and. I don't know. People can call in and let us know anonymously. Tweet us or something (laughs) and let us know if that's the real. There's a lot of creepy and there's a lot of creepy casting people who will take advantage of actresses. Mm -hmm. Oof! Like recently, actually, I went on this audition and I was um, told by a friend about it, but I didn't get all the details because when I got in, the guy was like, "Okay." So, it's just like this table of like the creepiest people you'll ever see, all guys, and this like slimy guy in the front is like, okay, so let's do this scene and step four, let's talk about the comfort levels. So, one is like, it's just like funny, like you're just, uh, you know, like grabbing your boobs and like grabbing your girlfriend's boobs, whatever. You guys are just like playing around. Like, two is like, you're kind of like falling out. Like, three is like, whatever. Each number. Yeah, he went through each number. And I was like already on my way out the door, and Good. and he went all the way to like basically like porn, yeah. is what it seemed like. And I was like, none of that should I even read? He's wow. like, no. So it was awful though. It was like, ew. Do people come in here and do that? You know, that's awful. Do, There's so many you know actresses that. What and I I. Uh, of course it happens. Of course it happens. But I wonder, does it happen on that level 
Mm. Where this guy's super successful doing world class Broadway and London productions. And is it that overt? Does yeah. he come in at, you know, 1030 at night, whiskey and. Yeah, clearly he's not trying to hide. You it. need to be sexy. Yeah, clearly thought, he's like, that's what you are. I thought it was a, it was good that she, you know, walked out. And yes. two, that they showed that she still was in the running after yes. walking out. Because yes. anywhere else I would assume they would say, oh, she's, you know, she's out because she didn't do anything sure. with him. Sure, sure. You know? So that was a good part of it, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, I really wonder, I hope it doesn't happen that way that often at that level. Yeah. It's just me being idealistic, I, I hope think. so, too. Obviously, it, obviously, yeah, it happens. And so I really hope it doesn't happen that much or like that. That's really gross. Uh, and and she, like, you know, did the whole thing where she went up, and, and but she, like, proved it to him anyway. Mm-hmm. I but like, see, I felt like she went too far. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. She was stra- so too. She was mostly naked straddling him. Yeah. I think... I think someone who and maybe this is part of her character arc but someone who respects themselves would would figure out a way to do it without doing that yeah yeah but maybe maybe the point of it is is that she has her self-loathing as well and had to do something that Mm -hmm. she that was how maybe that's part of the character Mm -hmm. but i felt like she was so much more of a strong a person of strong character yeah that when she steeled herself and put on the shirt and came back out it felt to me like that character wouldn't go that far yeah i felt do you I agree felt that too kendra yeah but agree? maybe that was part of um the growth of her character maybe it, we, we were just getting more of a glimpse of how her mind works maybe yeah. she was because even in prepping with her boyfriend i feel like she was kind of she had, tentative yeah lower self-esteem yep. than maybe she appears to have in in other that's contexts. true that's a good point point. and so maybe it was point. kind of like because she was panicking in the bathroom too yes. she was like oh my gosh and then i think going to that extreme and then telling him it's not going to happen was her kind of defense. I, I don't yeah. know. I th- that's how I analyzed that. Yeah. That mm, yeah. 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 I think that's yeah. a good point. And interesting that Ivy had a similar she was puking in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before. She's supposed to be this gal with 10 years of Broadway experience or 11 years of Broadway experience hot shot, but obviously still has her own demons as well. Yeah. Like yeah. We all or do. her routine. Maybe it's Maybe that's, oh, that's her good true luck too. charm. You know, maybe. Look at you, Miss. Sorry, yeah. you know that. Like, listen. No, well, anyway. But it's true. that's good. I'm Don't be saying. embarrassed. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, that's I'm good not one. embarrassed. I'm just. That's what I, I mean. It could be her thing. Yeah, yes. she always gets be. something when she throws up before. You know. Yeah. That's true. Nasty taste in her <laughs> mouth and rotted enamel. That's what she gets. Yeah, and also that ruins well, your vocal cords. And wrecks your vocal cords. Yeah. It's like, why? Yeah. But, you know, it's people. Maybe they'll get into that. Yeah, Maybe that's what I thought because it. Catherine McPhee had bulimia. Mm, yes. And she, like, came out with it. She's actually from Sherman Oaks. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. That's, that's very right. very close to the After Buzz studio. That is. Just right down that way. That's my hood. It is. Yeah, so. Very crazy. interesting. Mm-hmm. So I think we should go to our first commercial break at this point, don't you think? Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's do it. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. 
a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Uh, what do you want to buzz about? <laughs> I... Phil would like to go straight into predictions from here because since this is the beginning of the entire series, we've we've got some predictions to make. So we're going to go with that. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Because it was the pilot, if you'll notice, after this show, they didn't show coming up next week on Smash. They went, "Here's what you're going to see." At some true. point in the next 12 <laughs> yeah, episodes. that's true. That's true. So there was a lot going on. So based yes. on that, Kendra, I need to hear from you. What do you think? Well, what's some, what are some predictions that you have? I didn't predict that they would string the whole, you know, the production throughout the whole season, which, I mean, I guess it makes sense. But um, I guess that that will allow us to kind of delve deeper into each character yes. and, and that see the whole process of how a production is created. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think we'll hear more about Catherine McPhee's character, Karen, um, find out maybe hopefully more about her demons or whatever is holding her back from really performing. Um, and, and maybe it'll just be like a, a Karen versus Ivy show. <laughs> You know, okay. Maybe. I, I don't know. That's who my, do you think is gonna get the? Part? Yeah, that was my question too. Ooh, that was tough because you could see both of them in the in the hair and makeup. Uh, if I were to guess, I would say um, Catherine McPhee's character gets it. What do you think? So Karen is gonna. I think Karen's Karen, gonna get the job. Okay. I think so. Or yes, Car- Karen will get it. And Ivy will be the understudy. Ooh. Oh, understudy. That will, that's that will, because if. Karen gets the understudy that's kind of expected, and you know, and then and then because Ivy she will doesn't get have all of that too, and yeah. then and then she'll like go on opening night. Yeah. Maybe it'll that's be double cast. Maybe that too. That's Maybe. true. Um, what yeah, do you think? I think Michelle? in the real world, Ivy would get cast. Yeah, she obviously has experience. They can like yeah. trust her to carry the show. Yeah, she's an amazing voice. She looks the part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She but would be the safer the of the two choices. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But in the in fake, fake world, world yeah. you can sing a Christina Aguilera song at an audition. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Full instrumental. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That awesome. Any other predictions, Kendra? Um. Oh my gosh. You, you don't have to come up with anything if you don't have anything right right away. I'm just. Mm, those are. Well, those are your main ones. Yeah. Okay. For now. Yeah. Okay, Michelle. Uh. Yeah. Basically. The understudy thing is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that definitely mm, could be a possibility. I think some... they'll both be cast in the show. 
somehow or another. And I think they're going to have to like uh, cooperate or deal with each other throughout the season. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're both going to get apart. I don't know if one of them is going to get, you know, there's more than one part. So Right. What about the, do you think that it is going, that, that the finale will be opening night of the show? The finale of mm. the, of season one will be the opening oh, night of the show. Yeah, I think that they're going to take us through the whole. Yeah. That's sort of what I'm thinking yeah. because again, we get to go th- see all the behind the scenes. They're so it's basically a soap opera. It is a soap mm-hmm. opera behind the scenes of any production. There's yeah. so much that mm-hmm. that happens that I, that's what I think yeah. is going to happen yeah. is that the finale of season one will be opening night of the show. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I think that'll be interesting. Who do you? So you think? Um, uh, Ivy is going to be cast as the yeah. as the lead. Yeah, but as of now, the audience is probably like more on Karen's side yes. because she's the underdog. So. Yes. But in also in the predictions or whatever for the next episode, it said that Ivy was like sleeping with him the director. Yes. yes. So I think Ivy's going to get it. She probably was doing that before Karen showed up, right? Could be. Ivy was, could be. Could be. He was probably playing both, like, just to see. Oh, yeah. What a wretched right? human. I know. What, I know. Wretched that's humans disgusting. do that kind of stuff. I know. I sleep really well at night, but that's why I'm not more successful, because I don't do stuff like that. Mm, you know what? That's It's better to, to sleep. It's better to sleep yeah. than yeah. count my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, that's what I've chosen, so that's okay. It is. It is. What about... The the there 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 could be injuries, there mm. could be illness that could that could knock people out all mm. along. What about the baby that might be coming into the family for mm. the adoption? What's her name? Okay, I'll get him. Um, Julia. Julia. Yeah. How will that change <laughs> things? And do you wonder if they're taking something like Spider Man, or they're probably taking lots and lots of shows as fodder for what happens all along to to inspire what happens in the show it could be that yeah all of those things i think definitely with the injuries and stuff Mm -hmm. now who who are the characters that you really want to spend more time with next week let's talk about that uh i would say karen karen and ivy ivy yeah. yeah um i feel like uh julia is kind of what you see is what you get. I don't feel like oh, I need okay. to really get into okay. her further. I mean, I you know I, I welcome it, but <laughs> right. I just feel like she's kind of presented herself already, right? Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of Dev, the boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> we yeah, know. Um, yeah, obviously. He's pretty. He's dreamy. But also, I want to. I do want to see more of Ellis. I think he's interesting. The assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think he's an interesting character. As much as I didn't like that one scene he had, I think I he's an interesting character. And do you think he actually sent the video to his mom, or do you think he posted? No, it? I don't. I, I think, think he, was lying. he lied. He leaked it. Yeah, yeah. he totally lied. He, it was kind of obvious. 
in his face or something. He just didn't look like he was telling I, the truth. I only sent it to my mom. I wonder if I don't think he's Dev. Dev. It's Dev. Right? Dev. I wonder if he's going to turn out to be shady and maybe he's in well, <laughs> cahoots I, with Ellis. With, with I'm going to just go straight You know, to like it. Devil Wears Prada and all this yes. stuff. Like I feel, And he's so perfect. It, he's yeah. so perfect that he's just not good. Right. He deserves, you know, <laughs> the attention that he wants or whatever, but he's just not going to stick around yeah. to, to be, um, you know. Her support the whole time. Yeah, yeah. and to, to be like her fan club her support I just think he's yeah. not going to do that well I'm yeah. going to tell you right now he's in 15 episodes this season oh, so he's not oh, he's not man. going away anytime soon maybe shady, but though. there will also be backstage romances backstage shenanigans well, Deb's going to end up with Ivy Oh, it's just gonna go downhill from there. Whoa! Oh, what a prediction! Okay. Sorry, it's because you think he's squeaky clean. So. Wow! Yeah. There we go. We need some conflict. All right. Any other predictions, ladies? <laughs> any other things you want to want to get out? Check your notes. Is there anything I've missed? No. No. I am looking forward to the show. I. Yes. I w- the one thing I will say is it was hyped a lot, a lot. <laughs> And I think it lived up to the hype. I think it could be, it could be a really, really good show. And I'm looking forward to next season. It could be a smash. (laughs) Where's that sound effect? I don't know. But a little rim shot. No, he can't do two at once. No, No. thanks, Phil. Well, the one thing I do want to add, since it's obviously a first show for us in terms of smash and all that. So if you are listening to this, um, the way AfterBuzz works, uh, we air live on AfterBuzzTV.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and. Uh, you know, we, we post the videos up on YouTube. And you but can just, subscribe uh, on YouTube, too. Yes, you can. And just uh, basically just go to AfterBuzzTV.com. You'll see everything there. And, uh, you know, these guys do such a great job. They do it, uh, you know, they're volunteers. Everything that we do is for free for you. And if, uh, you know, they have such a short amount of time to get out all of their thoughts. They have so many thoughts. So in case they miss something, feel free to tweet them at, let's start with Tammy. I am at Tamara Jewelry, T-A-M-A-R-A-J-E-W-E-L. R-Y. That's hard for some people to spell. (laughs) (laughs) So I've heard. Yes. (laughs) Kendra? I'm at Kendra Cabasel, K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-B-A-S-E-L-E. I'm at (laughs) Michelle Macedo, M. Michelle, two L's, M-A-C-E-D-O. And the letter M. Yeah, so tweet us. Also, we have, uh, you can make comments on Facebook. If you have questions, we'll try to answer them. Let us know. It's exciting, though. So we will see you all. Yes? And if you guys, uh, I mean, for those of you listening, you might have heard some inside jokes. If you feel left out, that's because you missed (laughs) all of, uh, well, Tammy did so many episodes of Glee Project, Intervention, and and Sing Off, and all this other stuff. Watch the Sing Off. Uh, If you guys like the show, watch the Sing Off once. They're good. There you go. And uh, Michelle's done countless shows, as well as uh, Kenra. You've done now Scouted. Terra Nova. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Um, this, and I'll be doing the help at the Oscars. There you go. So uh, these yeah. girls do a lot. So there's a lot of insider knowledge that you are missing out on. Yeah. <laughs> so stick with us. We will see you next week for Smash. See you next week. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.